0: Welcome to the Vibrant Flow podcast. I'm Joanna, some of you know me by the name Jo M. I'm an independent music artist, singer-songwriter, wife, language enthusiast, and I'm passionate about living a vibrant, creative life, fully embodying my femininity. We'll dive into topics such as creativity, our full potential as women, femininity for high achieving women, faith and relationships. My desire is to help you on your feminine journey and give you tangible tips on how to radiate beauty from the inside out. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Vibrant Flow Podcast. Um, How are you doing today? I'm doing okay, not the best, but still I'm optimistic, happy about many things that are going going on in my life. And today I really wanted to dive into a topic that I can't really cover in one episode. And it's something that I feel very passionately about, like very, very passionately about these days and in the future i hope to be able to uh, bring in a guest expert on this topic because i don't feel like i am qualified enough to make statements here and there so i am quoting other people and uh, knowledge and information that i've gotten by reading a lot and listening to other people that have really studied and researched this uh, topic in um, extensively so but any anyway I feel like I do have some knowledge to impart and and my own personal experience so here we go we are going to talk about periods and menstrual cycles and in the first episode of this podcast I did mention our monthly flow as women to be one of the uh, meanings behind uh, this the the podcast name vibrant flow and it definitely is that I've I'm so excited like the the idea that our monthly flow is something powerful and wonderful instead of um, terrible and a burden has been Uh, revolutionary uh, for me and I really hope to get that feeling and that knowledge across to you as well so the basic premise is that we need this knowledge this basic knowledge to be able to make better choices for our health and to better support ourselves in each phase of our cycle And um, I'm going to talk about things that probably are going to raise some questions or maybe they're controversial, I don't know, but um, we're here together and um, as women, I want us to support each other and this is a huge part that we can support each other when we learn about our bodies and how it works and how wonderful it is. And by teaching others so that the knowledge you know can spread as far as it possibly can so so I don't know about you but I was I was given like very very basic information about our cycle um, growing up at school and at home and what really fires me up um, these days is the fact that I've learned so much that should be considered um, basic information that we should get when we're, when, you know, when we first start bleeding, but we don't. <laughs> so that's j- that just really kind of makes me angry, and I do believe that that anger is actually justified. So what I was taught at school is basically like what happens when you menstruate, when when it usually starts, and uh, what is considered normal and what's not, and um, not really about the cycle itself. Maybe yeah, uh, we probably covered ovulation because that has a lot to do with um, conception and getting pregnant. So that's like. You know ovulation and and bleeding itself are usually the main points that are talked about But what I've learned is that the cycle is not just the period and it's not just the ovulation phase It has four seasons and these seasons mirror the seasons of nature and I think that is just so cool (laughs) so we have four seasons. We have the follicular phase, which is the phase right after um, our period when we have bled and when that has stopped, uh, and that is kind of like spring in nature. So new growth, new ideas, more energy, perhaps more yeah, more willingness to be outgoing. And then we have the ovulatory phase which is when we ovulate and um, that is sort of like summer so we have usually we have a lot of energy or at least when our hormones are balanced we usually have more energy compared to the other uh, phases and that especially I've noticed personally that I have a lot of like this outgoing energy. I want to be social more uh, during the spring and summer seasons <laughs> of my phase. And um, I notice that I don't necessarily need that much sleep. Obviously, we need a lot of sleep every night. But comparing to other phases, um, I can do with a little less. I can also do with a little less eating during um, the ovulatory phase and um, yeah then what comes after is the luteal phase which is kind of like autumn or fall and that's the phase when we are going towards or heading towards um, menstruation again and it's the time that if we have symptoms of PMS for example that's the time that we usually experience those things And it's usually, it usually has a bad rep because we feel like that's not, well, most of us, I find, feel like that's not a great time to, it's not a great time in general (laughs) because you might feel less energetic, you might feel even lethargic, you might feel like you just want to, you know, stay inside. At least I do. (laughs) Maybe you don't, maybe you're always social, but hey, I'm an introvert, so... (laughs) that's that Um, but this phase that we usually label as difficult or not easy a drain a drag whatever I find now that I have more information and I I'm able to support myself with the information is that this is an incredible time to you know get more reflective is that a word? Reflective? I'm not sure, <laughs> but anyway, it's time. It's it's the perfect time for reflection, for us to review what's been going on, for us to, um, I heard this by an expert that said, um, it's a good time to uh, edit uh, previously done work, whatever kind it is. Um, and of course, it's it's that time that we, or at least I feel like, I would just want to cozy up and um, really see what's going on internally. And this, I find, is a, a time that I very often get new revelations. I understand something in a completely different light. I see new perspectives and I uh, I begin to understand myself better whenever I'm Um, utilizing this phase for um, uh, reflection and um, self-study and and editing (laughs) whatever um, is going on in my life so it's actually a wonderful time and because I've started to romanticize autumn like in nature (laughs) I feel like now I'm romanticizing uh, this luteal phase as well As something like really special and wonderful and a great time to um, take the time even if it's like a short time a short period of time every day to self care and um, tend to my needs and and slow down and so one of the biggest aha um, moments for me has been when I've learned that PMS and all these difficult symptoms that we may be experiencing just prior to our bleed or during our bleed. They are actually not um, normal in the sense that heavy bleeding and terrible, terrible pain is normal and they're not necessary it's not something that we have we just have to accept like it's you know you've heard it like it's just a burden we just have this burden and we have to deal with it and live with it and kind of put it aside as much as we can ignore it suppress it all of these things that we've um unconsciously we've learned to associate it as something that We can't do anything about but this is not true if we really um, study this um, topic this subject and and start to gain knowledge as to how we can um, support our hormonal health we can actually get rid of the terrible symptoms PMS and all of that and the experts and the um, People that are more like knowledgeable with this topic i um, always say that it's it, PMS is not normal it's not something that there is nothing to be done with it's it's definitely something that can be healed but I'm not saying that it's um, simple or easy especially if we've if we've been you know medicating our cycle with uh, contraceptive pills or whatever you know synthetic hormones So, and usually um, doctors aren't very, uh, well, I struggle with my words, but I feel like they're not always that knowledge of, you know, they don't have that much knowledge around how to support the cycle naturally. And I feel like this is a huge problem that a lot of women deal with. Every cycle like on the day day day-to-day basis, and it's it just makes me so upset (sighs) That we're not given the tools that are there are available for us, but we're fed this lie that the terrible painful Symptoms and all of that. They're normal and we can't do anything about it and that this whole cycle and menstruation is a curse when in fact it is an incredible ecosystem that we can utilize as, as like a guide, a map as to how we can support ourselves and how to live in the most um, vibrant way possible. So after the uh, luteal phase, we have the menstrual phase, which is when we bleed, and it starts when we, when our bleed starts, and that's not when we're we're starting to s- spot. Like when we have spotting, that's that's actually not the beginning of, of the menstrual phase. It's when we have like a clear uh, blood coming coming out of our vaginas. Okay. <laughs> And that was new information for me. I thought it was I thought it started when I started spotting, but that's actually not the beginning of the menstrual phase. So this is um, a time that we usually have the least amount of energy, and I absolutely love the idea that we get to shed the old us and start afresh every single month. I think this is an empowering thought instead of thinking like, oh. Again, yeah, I have this bleed, I have this pain, and and whatnot, and I don't feel like anything. When I focused, started to focus on different things, I started to focus on how I can actually support myself, because obviously we can't like be, we can't just you know throw everything to the wind and be like I'm not going to work and I'm not going to do these things and I'm not going to show up for my engagements and all of that. Obviously, we need to do those things, but. But we can still go about it a little differently. And we can learn to support ourselves a, a little more. So yeah, rest, recuperation, obviously these are important during our menstrual phase if at all possible. But I'm, I'm talking like if you can take half an hour a day when you're bleeding to just rest and rest does not mean that you are scrolling on your phone. By the way, <laughs> like we've talked about, we've talked about this in the past. Um, but really, rest and allow your mind to rest as well. Um, make sure that you are hydrating and um, that you are supporting your. Um, menstruation with your diet and we're not going to go into all of the uh, how you can support like what to eat in each phase because there is actually information around that and I think it's wonderful that we can support our cycle with with how we eat in each in um, each uh, phase of the cycle but anyway So the hormonal ecosystem, the cycle that we are experiencing every month is intricate. And when in balance, it really supports everything else. It supports all of our, you know, all of the um, areas of our health, overall health and well-being. So this is why it's so important to... You know get clear on what's going on in our bodies because what I'm really um, concerned with is that if if we don't know what's what's going on in our bodies how can we support ourselves and how can we support our long-term health? So we're we're taught to relate to periods a certain way it, it probably, um, varies and and my experience is not your experience i don't know how you were taught or how people talked about periods and and the cycle when you were growing up when you first started bleeding and the first you know years when you started to get used to the whole thing that you are now a bleeding woman and uh but um for me personally I was fortunate enough to have parents who didn't didn't talk about it in hushed tones or didn't you know give the impression that it's something that you should hide or that it's shameful or anything but it wasn't something that we could we would study together (laughs) obviously but but when I first started bleeding I was 12 and um, my mom was actually away, I don't, I can't remember why, but, um, so I had to go to my dad and be like, okay, I started pleading, so let's go um, uh, pad shopping, <laughs> so that's what I did with my dad, anyway, um, so that, that was completely, it was, it was a positive experience, I, I, I have no problems with it, and, and I felt Supported in that moment and I'm very grateful for that. But I've also realized that not everyone has that experience when we're we're supported in that moment when we start bleeding or we don't even have the knowledge to support ourselves or we know what to do and what the heck is going on. Or maybe the attitude around you is that oh no now you have this burden I'm so sorry for you like it's something the general attitude is that it's it's a negative thing that it's a painful thing and there's nothing really positive about it which is really sad (laughs) really really sad and this is why I want to talk about this because it is so so uh, crucial for a lot of things in our lives as women so I personally believe that we should be talking about this very openly. I'm not saying that we should, you know, in public places, start yelling about our periods and 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 whatnot. But you know, it shouldn't be something that we're we're shushing or being like, no, nah, let's, you know. And obviously, our school system should be, you know, offering us a lot more information. And <laughs> the amount of information that we get is actually. A disgrace if you ask me it is a disgrace because if we get we're 30 or 40 and when we first learn these things and it's just it's a sad reality but we can start to change that by you know having conversation around this and sharing knowledge and sharing information that can support and help us right so one of the key things that we can do, obviously, is to track or chart our um, cycle so that we know when whatever is happening, you know, when uh, I'm in my follicular phase, when when I'm having my ovulatory phase, like it's, it's obviously key because if, if we don't know what's going on and in which phase we are in, then it's it's a lot harder for us to support ourselves in that sense. Of course, when when you start tracking and what I notice is that the more I kind of see the patterns and I see what happens in my body, what what I feel in my body, and I become more attuned to what is going on in my body and in my, you know, sense awareness, I am able to tell what's, you know, what phase I'm in, even if I'm not tracking, but I am tracking, I'm using an app called Clue, C-L-U-E, and I I find it really useful to know, like, and it's pretty accurate, like, for me, because I have a, I have a very regular um, cycle these days, and, and again, that's, that's something that we can effect we can affect our the regularity of our phase uh, I'm sorry cycle and um, um, but again if, if you're experiencing problems with your cycle and your hormone hormones I totally understand you I've been there and I've had hormonal problems myself and I'm still tending to my body in that sense and healing but um, that's for another episode I guess. So tracking, charting to see not just, you know, when you're bleeding and when you're ovulating, but also tracking different sensations, feelings, emotions, um, how you're operating when you feel creative and when you don't and when you feel social and when you feel like more (laughs) introverted, I guess. Uh, So knowing these things and knowing what to do and how, you know, what to plan and how to schedule our lives it's it's an incredible tool for us so i really encourage you to study and um, take time to get to know your cycle and get to know the seasons um, in our cycle and how your body and your mind and your whole being um, behaves i guess in each season because with the knowledge and self-awareness we know, you know, when is the best time to do different things? When is the best time to schedule meetings or presentations? Or when, when I, when you know that you are the most creative and how to use and you know maximize the potential that you have in yourself in each phase. That's, I guess, that that's the point to be able to maximize the potential in each phase, and that's different in each phase and I think that is a beautiful thing and and we have to remember that we as women we are we are cyclical we're not our our bodies do not operate in a linear manner the way that we usually um, see the whole world because we're taught that everything is sort of linear but our bodies don't work that way and we're not men although men do have um, a hormonal cycle, but that's like 24 hours, <laughs> so it's a little different to us, and um, and because, we, yeah, we have, like, approximately 28 days, but that, again, is um, just an estimate, or an average, and, like, I get so excited about this thing, because, you know, learning to value this fertile time, th- these fertile years, and we have different, like seasons in this respect, we have the fertile season and then we have like the um, menopausal um, phase and, and these are different and they have different characteristics that are all, all valuable if we can just learn to see that and not just, you know, believe what the society and culture uh, today tells us. So valuing your fertile years because you can actually birth anything into being not just children but a career art a home whatever it is that you desire this is this is so connected to your your feminine essence this this womanly essence this this cycle in yourself it's it's key in creating anything and I absolutely love that. I think it's inspirational and not daunting anymore. And now I'm going to quote uh, Lisa Lister, the author of *Know Your Lan- Lady Landscape* book, and um, she says, "The menstrual cycle governs the feminine flow, not only of each monthly bleed, but also of information, emotion, spirituality, and creativity. It shows us that in each phase." We have access to incredible superpowers that can be used to enhance our lives and express ourselves more fully. When we notice these changes, changing energies and adjust our lives to live in harmony with them, uh, at least to the extent that we can, we have an amazing opportunity to be creative and achieve success, whatever that looks like for you, in a far more she-led way. And getting to know your cycle is crucial to your health, work, relationships, and overall well-being. The ebb and flow of our dreams, creativity, hormones in each phase of our cycle offers us a profound opportunity to deepen our connection with our inner knowledge and to live in balance with the different creative energies that occur each month. End quote. So I really hope that this is inspirational for you. That you can, you know, feel empowered. That you have this internal power system, this cycle that you can utilize for a lot of, you know, a lot more peace and, and well-being and, and happiness. If you just understand how to support yourself in each cycle. Or, yeah, in each cycle and each phase as well. And personally, I just marvel at the wonder that is our cycle. How amazing the whole system is. And how sad it is that our culture has diminished it to something that we need to hide, suppress and act like it doesn't exist as much as we can. Instead of, you know, embracing it and learning how it makes us these... Wonderful, wonderful beings, right? And um, I really want us to see. I would really want to see that we learn to appreciate and value and respect and honor it. And that's my purpose with this episode. And um, I'm not going to go into the topic of the pill yet just yet because it's it's a huge topic. I just want you to know briefly that if you are, I I totally respect everyone's decision and I understand and there that there are times uh, in our lives and situations when we're when it makes sense to be on the contraceptive pill hormonal um, contraception but I want you to know that if you are on the pill then then you are not going through these phases these um, cycle different phases of our cycle because what the pill does with synthetic hormones is that it disrupts the whole system. It, um, because you're not ovulating, that's, like, that's the purpose of it. If you're not ovulating, then you can't be menstruating. Because those two are interconnected. They are depending on each other. And all of the phases are depending on each other. So... If um, sorry, ov- ovulation isn't happening, then menstruation isn't happening, and the bleed that occurs when you're on the pill and when you're you know taking the the days off when you're not taking the pill so that you bleed, that is not uh, that's not a period. It's a different thing. Um, the period is very important for our health because it um, is at, the blood is antibacterial. It Kind of cleanses our womb space and our vagina. And is really important for our feminine health. But the blood that we get when we're on the pill is uh, chemically in- induced. So it's basically uh, it's basically a placebo of the real thing. And it's not the real thing. And there are also other myths um, that we're often uh, introduced to. Such as that the pill... Um, balances your hormones which it cannot do unfortunately and um, i'm not going to go into that uh, for now but yeah these these things are not to shame anyone or judge anyone because i know that uh, sometimes um you know it's it might be necessary to be on the contraceptive pill But, but what we should do is we should have all of the information that we possibly can and very often we're not getting that when we go to see um, a doctor for example so that's that was that's what makes me sad and angry at the same time and that's why i want to talk about this but anyway uh this is all for now let me know if you're interested in having an expert guest uh, talk about this thing these things more in depth uh let me know i would love to you know arrange that sometime in the future And maybe talk about, you know, some of these things more in depth and more about my experience and how I have started to love my periods, actually. So, yeah, I will be making an episode on that. But yeah, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. And if you want to support this podcast, and please uh, rate and review it and share it and tell, tell about it to your friends, your feminine friends who might be interested in these topics. And let me know what you want to hear in the future. So I will leave you with this and stay in the vibrant flow.